0: This is Mick Conlon, and you're listening to the Make Savo Podcast. What's going on, champ? Not much, Hank. Not much. Um, we're here. We're here again. Let me you see. Know. Is
1: this going to be a new tradition? You're going to train. You're going to come to New York City. You're going to come on the Mike Savo Podcast and go kick some ass in the garden. Is that going to be a new tradition here? Yeah, may as well. May <laughs> as
0: well. Start <laughs> well, at night anyway.
1: Hey, I want to tell you for real. I know we joke around the whole time, but thank you for doing it. I know you're not doing a lot of press. Yeah. And I told JJ from ESPN was here, and I told a bunch of people... Like, dude, he's not coming on your show, he's not doing it. So, I really appreciate you coming on, man. That
0: really means a lot to me. Yeah, no problem, no problem, man.
1: What is it about Jack Dempsey's that you have your after party here? ESPN was here yesterday doing yeah. a spot on you. You do my show. What's it with you and Jack Dempsey's?
0: I think we've just got a great relationship. And you know, it was the first, uh, it was actually the first bar I came into when I, when I, in New York, when I came here before my debut. So, um, it's been, a, it's been a good relationship so far, and they're, they're friendly people. They're great people. It's a great bar. There's a great atmosphere in it. There's, there's loads of Irish. So, you know, that's, that, that's the main thing for me.
1: Hey, you had me laughing the other day, uh, yesterday, actually, during the ESPN thing. Tell me the story and tell everybody listening to the story when they're bouncing in and believe who you are.
0: Oh, yeah. I came up to the door after I'd uh, won on St. Patrick's Day last year. I was in, and I was trying to get up to the VIP bit up here on the third floor, or next floor up, sorry. And. He was like, no, you can't get up. And I was like, it's my after party. He's like, no, 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 you can't get up. Like, it's my after party. He's like, no, sorry, there's no more. It's packed up there. You can't go up. And then, so, and again, the pole turned up. Went, what are you playing at the head? Or you? So, <laughs> um, and didn't some guy come downstairs and take his jacket off? He's like,
1: dude, this is him on my shirt. Yeah, and he I, didn't believe I, you. He
0: still didn't believe, me. Still didn't yeah, believe but me. But to be honest with you, it,
2: it's, even in pictures, you look fresh-faced. In reality, like, there isn't a dent on you. Uh-huh. And, like, you're the kind of fella that, you know, I'd be looking at him, oh, God, I've got to turn this guy away. You know, yeah, yeah. A bouncer, like, <laughs> seriously,
0: like, he's that young looking for 26. Uh, no. I, I always get it. Like, I, I still get hit for, I, I went to put a bet on in Ireland the other weekend, yeah. and I get hit Friday. So that just shows you how much. Uh, when they stop
2: asking you, then you have to
0: worry. You know? have that, that's when I start worrying. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I read that you're living in L.A. now. No, um, I was living in L.A. for the last year. But I've decided, you know, me and my fiance we're, we're expecting another baby, so you know uh, we're going to move back. We've moved back to the UK, sorry, Belfast. You know, um, I'm 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 living in London because I'm trained in London okay. now. So you know, uh, she's back in Ireland, and I'm, I'm stuck in London. But you know, it's it's closer and it's better for us because if the family support system we're in is, and mm-hmm. you know, having having two kids and just being the only two at Nelly would be quite tough, I think, especially when I'm. When I'm in training camp all year round.
1: Yeah, because you're f- so focused yeah. on it. I want to congratulate you on that. I know you were having a second one. I know you yeah. had the first one. And didn't you just become an uncle too?
0: Yeah, I just, just became an uncle as well for to, to my older brother's uh, daughter, Jamie. So um, it's it's fantastic. The Conlins pumping out those kids. Yeah, they're kind of an evolution Someone yeah. <laughs> oh, said. Not the revolution, Not the revolution, evolution. So why didn't you want to move
1: to New York? You didn't like the snowy weather in the middle of March that it's... I, come on.
0: I would I would love to come here because, okay. you know, it's it's a city which I love. Um, I feel, Every time I come here, I feel I'm at home. Um, there's so much Irish people. You walk in the street and you probably know five people who you'll walk past. And, you know, in L.A., it's completely different.
2: Yeah, what's that like being in a city where you know, it's a foreign city yet yeah. you can be almost guaranteed partisan support. They're 100% <laughs> behind you. It. It's like very few yeah. other nations have that maybe outside of, um, you know, uh, certainly in boxing terms, of Mexico.
0: Yeah, I, th- I think it's just, if if you look at it, look how much the Irish really did build America, like didn't they? So, you know, and especially New York. So when you're walking down the street and you're seeing people from home, you're like, it's just like, you are at home. And it's unbelievable. The, Ar- the, Irish, the Irish are so patriotic and I feel like the Mexicans are too and you know, uh, it shows every, everywhere you go. If it's, if it's an Irish-based city or a Mexican-based city, they're going to get a lot of love.
1: And you know what I love, too? You go to an Irish bar like Jack Dempsey's, when you're sitting around, you hear an Irish accent. JJ, you would just go right over to that crew, and you guys just become family. It's, uh, you've never seen the real <laughs> That's not true at all. I actually go the opposite direction. Really? No, no, no you no, don't, no, Guy, no. please. I told you. It depends where the accent comes from. I know? told yeah, you, Nick yeah. was coming on, bro. You left to work. You missed a soccer match just to come here. <laughs> all right, you got business to take care of Saturday night. Yeah. Okay, are oh, you fighting Burner, right? Yeah. 17 or 18 fights. Does his experience, he's from Hungary, does his experience yeah. not worry you? I don't want to ever use the word worry with a guy like you. Does it, uh eh, this is only my fourth or fifth fight. This is his 18th. Does that worry you a little bit?
0: No, it doesn't bother me at all because, you know, I, I have an extensive amateur background. I've done two Olympic games and, you know, I, I do have an awful lot of experience in the sport and especially at the highest level of the sport. So, you know, I'm not bothered at all. He's he's 15 wins, two losses, 14 wins by knockout. But, you know, it's something I'm looking forward to, getting and testing myself and, and taking this guy out of there.
1: Now, Mick, we talked last time, and, and you were convinced that I was a professional boxer. I kept saying, I'm not, Mick, I'm not. <laughs> so speak to the guys who aren't fighters. When you, How does it go? Do you watch a lot of video? Do you watch tape on him? How does it work with the play-by-play, play game?
0: For me, I, I let the coach do watch the, the video. Watching. I'll watch, like, one round. And, and then that's said I don't need to watch anymore I know what I have to do
1: and speaking of that you just switched trainers Eddie was telling me to yeah. to Booth right Yeah. and he's like a pretty heavy name what made the change and I know you still have a good relationship with yeah. your old trainer why the change of a trainer
0: well uh, I was moving back to the UK and you know I th- I felt there was no way Manny Robles is going to be able to leave Mexico and, uh, or sorry California and, mm-hmm. and come, to, come, to, come to Ireland to train me and you know it would have been, been quite tough if if that was the case for, for the rest of the fighters, but, you know, M- Manny's got a lot of obligations and, you know, it was unfortunate they had to leave, but I choose Adam Booth, who I believe is probably one of the best coaches in the world, and I, I do believe he his style of boxing suits my style. Has he corrected or changed anything since the Molina fight in December, would you say? Um. Yeah, I think he's brought me back to my boxing. Um. You know, I felt the Molina fight, bar the Molina fight, you know, I, I focused on myself, I've made a conscious decision before the fight that I was going to use just skill I wasn't going to try and take him out I just wanted to use the skill and, and just box the head of him and just get back right. to that, using that skill so I think what Adam has done he, he has kind of mixed both of my styles you know I've picked up a, a great kind of Mexican style of boxing in, in in Southern California going forward having wars for people and you know I, it's not my style of fighting but it's a good tool to have so I, I've kind of Marinated both styles, you know, my boxing ability, which Adam has brought me back to, with that uh, Mexican-type style. Just one thing on the Molina fight,
2: um, it was on ESPN, I'm watching it, I'm an idiot, I know nothing about boxing, and midway through the third, tell me if I'm wrong here, um, your stance changed somewhat, or you you, you started to drop your arms down a little bit, and the two commentators Mm -hmm. were Mm old-school boxing guys. And to them, this was some kind of sacrilege. Yeah. And my girlfriend started, pu- pu- you know, lifting the pillow because she said he's leaving himself open. Like, can you explain what the, what the idea behind that was, or was it you were just so confident within the fight that you were fighting within yourself, and and uh, you didn't need to resort to an orthodox stance? Um,
0: you know, I like I like fighting as a I'm very comfortable as a surfer. I'm very comfortable in, in both stances. Though, you know, when I when I went a pole against this guy, it made it so much easier. And even though my hands were low. That made it even more easier because I could see everything he was going to do. I could see it coming from males away. So you know, I, I seen I got a little, little bit of hit from the commentators for for dropping my hands, but that but that's what I do. That's I I, right. I, I like that style of boxing. They they're just a different style of, of, of fader than I am. I mean, they... I mean, you were—you uni-
2: they they said yeah. you were so far ahead of them and that, yeah. you know, it wasn't the case. It's just, it's amazing how a little thing, a deviation from a style and that people pick up on it straight away. And the fact that you are relatively new to the professional game, mm. people seem to analyze any perceived flaw you have
0: way more than any other boxer. Yeah, it's its crazy at the minute, you know. Um, I'm, there's a lot of hate around me, obviously, you know, because yeah. of what happened in, in Rio and stuff and, and, and how, how big of a platform I've had for... A fighter who's only ten professional, I, I, I'm getting attention like guys who haven't who have one world titles. So you know, obviously there's going to be an awful lot of criticism and a lot of scrutiny on me. But you know, it is what it is. I, I, I take the good with the bad, and you know, I'd rather be people talking shit about me than people not talking about me at all.
1: Mick, do you like that attention early on? Because you see a lot of guys who fight. By the time you look at them, oh, this guy's seventeen and zero, yeah. and now let's start noticing him. You're being noticed at two and zero, three yeah. and zero at the Garden. Let's be honest. You're basically selling out the garden. You know yeah. that the garden's coming tomorrow for you. Yeah, is that a little over-pressure for you?
0: No, no, not at all. Listen, I've I've competed, as I say, as a, in the amateurs. I competed at the highest level. I was a amateur world champion and stuff. So I, I I know what it takes to have that kind of pressure on your shoulders and you know the weight of a nation behind you. And it's something that I, I thrive on. Um, I, I enjoy it. That I, I don't feel it as pressure. I feel it is you know something that. It's it, it it's a good thing. It drives me on the, the want more and do better. That
1: was actually my follow up question. Like, when a guy from New York fights, oh, a New Yorker's fighting, let's go. When you fight, a whole nation comes, dude. You have people coming from Ireland, from Boston. Every aspect of every Irish dude, oh, mixed. Fight. Yeah, people
0: come from Australia, Canada, um, all over Europe. They watch just the Irish Irish people, you know, because as I said, the Irish people are so patriotic. It's a family and they, too, and they just want to they want to support someone, especially someone who they see. Like me last year, I had moved away, and you know, they 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 had felt the same. You know, they, they move away, and they notice like to be f- uh, supported by their fellow Irishmen. And you know, I feel that that that's helped me an awful lot.
2: It's amazing how sports, in particular, individual sports
0: like boxing, when you're away from home, if there's an Irish fighter
2: and you like him, or even in the case of Conor McGregor, if you're not sure about him, you still rally behind them and kind of get involved because it's a link to home. Yeah. Um, not to go back in time, but to talk about. Rio and the Olympics, I don't know if you've seen it, you've been in a bubble over here in New York, but yeah. there was a report in the Irish Times that said um, how uh, the Irish uh, Olympic Council were informed beforehand, yeah. before that fight, that infamous fight, that the
0: medal was not going to be yours. Yeah. You wouldn't have that medal. I've known this since <laughs> the day after I lost. You know, I, I, I've known I don't know why it's only coming out now. Right. It it's baffled me a bit that it's come out now. I, I feel like they've purposely done it. to get more attention because it's fight week for me. Um, what what are they going to do about it? I don't know. Are, are they going to change the decision? I don't think so. I would like I would like it to happen. You know, it means it would get a nice Olympic medal again. But you know, that's not going to happen. And it's not even on my mind. Uh, we knew we knew in the ring. I, my my family, my whole family knew. I, oh. I, I had I, I had lost before the fight had even happened. I was the only person in the whole team team Ireland that did not know and it was it was the right thing to do not tell me because i would have with a different kind of mindset different tactics for the fight so i just went and done my thing what happened happened it's buried now it's buried let me
1: ask you this you come to new york a week early what is your process for a week like i know you can't party all the guys are waiting there you know they're going to watch the game they want to go party yeah what's your process for this week and i know it's no more training i know you gotta do some press some open yeah. gyms what is your process and your mindset for the next week till the fight comes
0: you know, I, I don't even think about boxing. I don't think about the fight. I, well, I don't say that because
1: I want you to win on Saturday. Yeah, so yeah, stop no, thinking but, about it a little bit, Mick. Come no, on.
0: No, no. Fight week, I, I, I kind of just switch off. Um, enjoy myself. Do do whatever media obligations I have to do. But, you know, for me, it's it's, it's a week of enjoyment. I'm down in the liters of water. and Oh, you know, you're
1: crushing it. Yesterday we do the ESPN. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's having a nice breakfast, drinks, and
0: you're sitting there drinking water. Are you getting yeah. sick of it yet? <laughs> no, nah, it's, it's okay, you know. It's it gets tough, but it's okay. Do you get um at this? I suppose at this point where you're
2: trying to promote your fights, and and it's important that you reach out to the Irish community. <laughs> is it frustrating that you can't talk to the Irish media in the way you'd probably like to?
0: Um, you know it is and it isn't. You know I, I think at the minute I'm in a, I'm in a great situation where you know everybody wants to be a part of this journey, and you know I'm I'm very humbled and fortunate for that. But you know when when you can't speak to the media, teams, it is what it is. There's nothing you can do about it. I'm angry.
1: Yeah, people, you, you, everybody I spoke to was shocked that you were even doing like a show. You weren't, you're not doing yeah. much media at all. But you have an open gym what tomorrow, right?
0: Um. Yeah, open open
1: workout tomorrow I'm in this Boxing Gym. So I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, it's it. two blocks from my house. Yeah, so yeah. I'll come over there. It'll if you want to spar, Mick, we'll spar, be, it'll but it'll we'll see. Games. All right, we're going to do quick hits, all right? Before you yeah, go. I know right. you have to go to the Nick game. This Nick game is killing our game, by the way. Because last year, you go to the Nick game, you guys come, you have to run. So the Nick game, next time we schedule this, no more fucking Nick games, All right. Yeah. Thought, <laughs> one sentence thoughts,
0: thoughts on the Wilder fight um, He delivered He done what he had to do
1: Prediction Joshua Parker
0: Joshua Kale.
1: K.O. K.O. Alright Funnest boxer right now To watch: Lomachenko Lomo Love him right He fought on your card last time uh, Yeah yeah Dude he's impressive Ed Seer. Ed doesn't talk. He has the mic in front of him. He doesn't talk ever. Dude, <laughs> he is impressive, that guy. He's fine. May, he's fine May 5th. May 12th. May 12th. Lenore's in the garden. Yeah. Will someone else be on that card?
0: Who knows? All <laughs> right, all better? right.
1: Oh. Here we go. We, t- we had this, and let me know if it's the same answer. Coolest person in your phone that if you texted them, they would text you back?
0: I'm not going to say the same person. <laughs> my My brother. <laughs> my brother.
1: <laughs> Yeah, last year's answer was pretty cool. Who do you think Uh last year's answer was? Connor. (laughs) Yeah, but he he still hasn't had Connor call my show. But listen, we'll talk about that in another time. We're not going to talk about that.
2: Unless you're going to do sponsorship by Burger King. It's not happening.
1: Whatever that guy wants to call the show for 30 seconds. Here we go. I go to Belfast in six months. Yeah. You're going to fight again. After that next fight, I go to Belfast. Do I get hooked up in a bar? Not with a girl. Relax, Julia. Do I get hooked up with some pines, some good food? Do the Conlins take care of me? Of course, as always. It's family. Really?
2: JJ, any questions? Uh, no, no, I'm good. I'm, I, I think I've asked all the way. I'm just wondering uh, what bar you take him on the Falls Road. Um, the Davits, Or else the Felons. Are you going to come?
1: I, I might. I'm, I'm serious. Might well, what? I've never been there. I've only hung out in B- Belfast once. I've never been there. I would love to go there. Now, you've got to do me one favor, though. Cool. Okay? First of all, where's the bronze medal and the gold medal from Doha? Um, Where are the medals right now? In a In a CF. Okay, oh, I was gonna see if I can wear one for a picture. Mm-hmm. Do me a favor, JJ. Stand up, Mick. Stand up. I want you to do a stare down right now. Cause <laughs> no, I want because I never see a stare down. Yeah, I'm not in shape at all. This yeah, I know. Like this is give him is. the stare down like legit fight right now. How, how do we do this? Oh, J, oh, JJ. He would. Ki- okay, JJ. Sit down. He is staring you down, dude. You got right in the zone, Mick. Oh my God, JJ. He might. You should have hit him. Listen, he... Oh, that was good. Hang on. He's a Belfast
2: boy. Yeah, I know who he He's my third best friend. a boxer, right? Working class lad. I'm a middle
1: class idiot from the countryside. (laughs) A culture. I haven't a chance against him. He does the ESPN soccer show. But you know what's great? JJ stood up and then all of a sudden he's like, giving a little smile like, all right, don't get full in the zone. Listen, my friend, I know you're doing no press. Thank you for coming on, man. Really appreciate it. Always. Next time you fight, you know the rule. You train, you come to New York City, you do my podcast, you kick ass at the world's most famous arena. Yep. My last thing I want to ask you, I grew up in New York City, I walk by Madison Square Garden, I spit on it usually because the goddamn nicks are breaking my heart, but it is the world's most famous arena. Yep. It is, sometimes I do take it for granted when I see it, being a fighter from overseas, but your name's heavy, what does In the Garden mean to you, fighting it, when you walk by Madison Square there's a picture of you in front of Madison Square Garden, what does that mean to you?
0: Is his dream come true every time? That's the truth. Every time it's it's something that, like, you got to pinch yourself and say, I've actually boxed there. I've actually been an there. You know what? And, and soon I'll, I'll win a world title there.
1: I can't wait, man. Because then, when, remember I told you. he's the promise we made to each other. You made me three promises. You said we'll be best friends by 2019. <laughs> We're coming. <laughs> But you said every time you come you're gonna fight, you're gonna even if you have to call into my show, even if you fight in Australia, you're gonna call in. Yep. So no matter how big you get, don't go Marcus Brown on me when he gets <laughs> big and he stops calling my show. We're not gonna do that, all right?
0: Okay. Nick Holland, thank you, my friend. Yeah, Mike, Appreciate
1: it.